This episode is not brought to you by St. Elizabeth Allspice Dram. You know, from its origins in the tropical hills and valleys of Jamaica, the allspice berry has for generations been prized for its exceptional tastes of clove, cinnamon, and nutmeg, and a pepper note that dazzles the palate, Nick. Dazzles. The allspice liqueur, known in classic cocktails such as the pimento dram, brings together the fine pot-stilled rum and allspice berries of Jamaica. Enjoy St. Elizabeth Allspice Dram in classic cocktails, wassail and other punches, mold wine, continental, and island cuisine. St. Elizabeth Allspice Dram, not a show sponsor. Welcome to Colts and Cocktails, episode 32. I'm your host, Matt Sargent. With me as awesome, awesomely always. Yeah. <laughs> I really butchered that. With me as always is my sidekick here, co-host Nick Barkman. How are you doing tonight, Nick? Uh, I have faith. <laughs> Very good. Some of you will have spotted that. Uh little clip from the uh, 80s archives there. Um, a little bit of a new intro music for us, just for one episode. I thought we'd have a little fun here. Tell me what we are drinking here, sir. Uh, we are actually drinking uh, what I am calling Fall in Manhattan. Uh, and it's just basically a classic Manhattan, three parts bourbon or rye uh, to one part sweet vermouth. But add a half, uh, or I guess yeah, a half portion or a half part, uh, of allspice dram to that, and it's a great little like fall kick to it. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm uh, too many of the couple more of these, and you'll be falling over in Manhattan. That is correct. Um, that is correct. It's got uh, it's got it packs a punch, my friend. Well, there's three shots in that. So this is episode 32. It's been a minute. Episode 31 was a while ago. Yeah, it was. Yeah, um, uh, you said like a month. I think this is September. We are recording this on September twenty seventh. Yeah, and I, I don't know. Say... If, I don't know if we did an episode in September. Not that I am aware of. I don't believe so. No. Wow. If that if if that's the case, then it'd been now. We maybe did one in the first week of September. Did we? Well, I could go look it up, but the computer's like four feet away, and I don't want to. Okay. This isn't really that important, is it? I mean, not really, but no. August thirtieth. Last wow. one, last one was August thirtieth. So yeah, it's been okay. Right okay. at right at almost a month. We got to. I'm going to start this right off with. Um, we've got to go right into one of our regular bits, and I'm going to try to pull it up while we're, you're giving me um, the lowdown on this thing. Um, Uncle Bus, Uncle Bus, in the. In the I can't. I'm going to try to pull up that trailer right now. This um, is unbelievable. It's you sent me over the weekend a another one of these artificially intelligence uh, created uh, movie trailers, and it, this is it. It might be one of the best things. I, ten out of ten would absolutely pre-order tickets to Uncle Bus. I, I'm sorry. I have uh, no one else in my family was laughing. No, um, it, no, it is it not takes, funny to anyone. No, it takes a very, very specific set of uh, or sense of humor. 
it's amazing. Um, Tom Hanks is Uncle Buzz. No, no, I'm sorry. It's Tom Hain. <laughs> yeah. Hold on. I think I pulled it up here. Okay, hold on. I've just got to get this uh, thing going. Somebody equated uh, AI writing today. And they said, you know, my friend said, hey, what's, uh, you know, AI content like? And he said, well, it's kind of like those self-driving cars. And he was like, don't those catch fire and uh, wreck into a bunch of stuff? He's like, yeah. <laughs> It's like, that's called job security for me. Let's see if I've got this thing working and we can listen to it right okay. now. Yeah, for some reason it's not going. Okay. I'm going to, let's take a quick break and then I'm going to see if we can't, uh, we're just going to pause the recording here real quick and I'm going to see if I can get this audio working. Got it. All right, Nick, I think I've got this up. Let's, let's rock on this and okay. I'm, I'm going to turn my microphone on so I don't laugh. It's me, your uncle. I'm not on the bus. I am the bus. I know it's crazy, but I was dabbling with some dark magic, and I spilled a dudesy mug on my spells, and somehow I accidentally transferred my soul into the school bus. So now I'm trapped in this bus, and you're the only person who can hear me. I know how to get back in my body, but I'm going to need your help. You have to drive me in a bus race against the devil on Halloween. If we win, I get to go back into my body. If we lose, every human being on the planet will turn into a butt. So what do you say, Tommy? Will you be my good job boner? <laughs> that is the artificial intelligence created trailer for Uncle Bus. And I'm telling you what. Starring Tom Hain. <laughs> and Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> this could put Tom. I mean, I'd probably go see this movie. I said I would. I would absolutely pre-order tickets to this movie. <laughs> this could put. This could be like. Uh, I'm gonna go see this on the grand screen. Um, I'm telling you what, right now, <clears throat> Uncle Bus could be to Tom Hanks what Pulp Fiction was to John Travolta. Absolutely, I it mean, brings him back. And you know what? I think that uh, Tarantino should direct. I'm on board. Uh, yeah, I mean. Anyway, it seems, more, it seems more Spike Jones. <laughs> I spilled a dudesy mug. I was dabbling in I, some dark magic. I mean, it's so it's ridiculous. I have to race the devil <laughs> on Halloween. I, I have to race the devil in a bus. I, I have to do a bus race against the devil on Halloween. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it's one of the better plot lines. And this is exactly the kind of uh, thing that you can expect during the WGA strike. Oh, this is hilarious. Um, yep. Listener, I will put a link to the trailer in the show notes. Um, I highly uh, recommend watching it alone because, I mean, I, I'm, you see, I've got tears in my eyes. Every time I watch it, I cry. <laughs> and there's a point where I just, I think I'm going to throw up and things are going to come out of my nose and stuff. I think it's just. It's, oh, Sarge. Uh, I was not expecting. Okay. <laughs> If you're into that, then the next rabbit hole you're going to get into is pizza story, dog story. There's a whole bunch oh of AI written uh, small short movies that are only a couple of minutes long. And maybe they're trailers. I'm not 100%. But they're pretty amazing. And here's the deal. I get it. It's stupid. And it's not working. Right. I just don't know like how long it's going to be stupid and not working. Right, exactly. Right? Absolutely. All right. You need a refill yet? Mm, just about. 
All right, let's do that. Let's take a quick break, and then we'll be back, and we'll talk maybe some horse racing. Let's do it. And we're back. New fresh cocktails, my friends. Well. There you go, fellas. Right. And we have our second all-time guest. Feel free to introduce yourself to the listener. How's it going, folks? My name's Adam Siako. Um, I'm a, a neighbor of Nick's here and a friend of Sarge's. Um, so... So this is a horse racing podcast and cocktails. We got the cocktails, too, which is covered. actually wonderful and delicious. I don't even know how to describe this thing, but it seems like there's a little bitterness, but uh, there's like sweetness here with the black cherry. Is this a black cherry? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's delicious, and uh, turns out that Sarge's and Nick's glasses look like an upside down lampshade in an old lady's house. Yeah, so that's true. Those that are very those true. are official uh, glasses of the podcast that I purchased at. Ikea? Yes. They actually had them at Ikea. I actually bought those. I paid money for those. Yeah, so I mean so so you went so so it turns out there's a a gold a a, a, Golden Girls a a Golden Girls section of Ikea now. I guess it's a good marketing campaign. Like they're from the new estate sale collection. Yes. At at Ikea. Yeah. They got this in like green tinted tumblers. Yeah. Everything is gold. Tum- yeah, tumblers with like uh, silver around the rim. Oh yeah. my goodness! I, uh, the first thing you These said when great. you got in is uh, about our glasses. That's they fantastic. are classy, man. I love them. They're fantastic. Well, and that's the deal is I'm like I need to get coupe glasses because I really do like them. Uh, but I'm running out of room in this bar. Like yeah. there's entirely too many glasses in it. And again, there's margarita glasses there. I can count on those need to go. No hands. The amount of times I've made margaritas yeah. at home, because yeah. why? Well, well, you can make. You don't need to drink them out of those glasses. Well, that's true. Actually, I do drink them out of tumblers. Now that you mention it, like, yeah, I, I don't made drink them. them. I don't. Yeah. The last time I drank a margarita out of a glass like that was like in 2004 in Las Vegas. Exactly, and and they're like the old style margarita yeah. glasses. And it, by the way, it was a really it was a really green. Margarita. Yeah. Oh, it was absolutely. one of those and, terrible ones. Yeah. And now here in Kansas City, we drink margaritas out of fish bowls. Yes, yes. correct. So yeah. Yeah. with yeah. a beer dumped in it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know what you call that, but it's. Uh, I see it all the time, and I had one recently. It's like yeah, it's like this giant glass, it's like the size it's of a softball. Freaking challenge! It's like a schooner yeah. at Louise's West and Louise's. There's a reference for you for all you kids at home. Yeah, Louise's West. If anybody went to the University of Kansas, uh, by the way, four zero. Yeah. In football right now, if anybody is curious. Uh, currently ranked number 24 in the country. Are they 4-0? Yeah. What did they pull it off against, what, two weeks ago? Uh, well, they yeah, they pulled it out against Nevada, and then last week we beat BYU. Oh, wow, man. That's what I said. Playing nobody Texas this weekend. Nobody more surprised than me. We are going to lose our asses off this weekend. Texas nope. is going to be a challenge. Bro. I have uh, bets plus 17.5. I also have plus uh, 685 for them to win outright. Really? I'm telling you right now, one of these teams, I've, I've been on record telling people off the podcast, I'm going to put this out on the podcast. Jalen Daniels with targets <clears throat> will win football. Kansas or Kansas State, it, one of those two teams is going to beat Texas. And it just so happens that KU has got the, it's the perfect storm because fucking Texas is playing Oklahoma next week. So this is a perfect mm. look ahead game. Okay. There you um, go. Okay. It's at Texas. We won there two years ago. Um, yeah. Our coach can coach circles around uh, Texas coach. Um, they've Sarkisian? got. They've certainly got. Yeah, Sark- they've yeah. certainly. Uh, Ku K State's coaches. I would take them a hundred times out of a hundred. Um, 
over over him. And uh, I mean, interesting because I wouldn't have taken K State's coaches in that uh, last one. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Fair you enough. Take, you would have taken Mizzou's kicker though. I would have taken Mizzou's uh, kicker. That was dude, that was a downer. That was the, a Debbie Downer. The thicker kicker. Have you yeah. seen that dude? He's a giant. You need to get the guy like, kind of you know, a Zempic commercial or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, absolutely. <laughs> that escalated quickly. Yeah, I like it though. I, I mean, okay. it's a way to get healthy, man. Yeah, dude, he's giant. What about? I don't like to sit around and talk about misery on the podcast because I no. don't like to give him any time. But can we just talk for like thirteen seconds about they beat K State and like everyone in Columbia and the surrounding areas ended up on the field? Oh my God, there were people from St. Louis yeah. that ran. This isn't yeah. like KU five years ago. <laughs> I mean, you know, this I is. Know. I mean, come on! I you acted like you beat a top five team, yeah. like that you had had a huge rivalry with. I'm like you never really had that much of a rivalry with K State in the first place, yeah. and also they were ranked, but like not the end of the season, and they were ranked in the teens. Yeah, like, uh, I think it was just the excitement of the 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 way that they won. Right? I think just so. Like, I, I think, think it really was, has more to do with that than the the. Um, like the level of win. Yeah, we're here to shit on Mizzou, so I don't like. So. Yeah, I don't know where you're coming from on that one, but yeah, <laughs> I'm just trying to be an objective. I just laughed because who Cheryl, we got over here, Pat Forty? Yeah, yeah, Cheryl was like, "Oh yeah, the uh, like that kicker. I mean, that I mean that was really impressive." I'm like, "What are you doing right no, now? What about that 54 yarder he missed in the first half? Huh? Exactly. Yeah, I mean, come yeah. on. <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing for me lately? Yeah. <sighs> Jeez. All right, let's mm. uh, broken clocks, right? Oh my goodness, let's, twice a day. Uh, sashay back over to horse racing. Um, yeah, you want to talk about like my history with horse racing? I love, bit? I'd love for you okay. to uh, bless us with that. That would sure. be great. Yeah. So, <clears throat> picture it. So, Sicily. So, uh, so I am originally from New York State. I moved out here to Kansas City back in 2013. May I ask um, what for? Uh, I got a job offer. Okay. At Cerner. Oh, was, very good. So yeah. So it turns out that before that, I had kind of banged around upstate New York a whole bunch. Um, Whereabouts I, in upstate New York? So, um, so when I was six, we moved from Long Island. My parents are from Brooklyn. We moved from Long Island to uh, to Queensbury, New York, which is about twenty or thirty minutes, give or take, from Saratoga Racecourse. Okay, has a lot to do with this this podcast. Um, so I went. So I went first all the way through twelfth grade at Queensbury Middle or Elementary, Middle, and High School. Um, and then went to college up in Potsdam, New York at Clarkson University, which is about 30 minutes to the border of Canada. And then after that, I got a job at Lockheed and worked there for about eight years in Binghamton, New York. So okay, spent Binghamton, a lot of time. Is that where Colgate is? Uh, no. Colgate is a little bit north. I believe it's a little bit north of there. I, I can't I'm, remember. I'm trying to remember because I've been to Binghamton. Binghamton University is in Binghamton. Are you serious? I think Colgate is a bit north of there. I have a friend whose family is from. So, this I'm is like when people figure out that I'm from Hutch and they're like, oh, I've been there. And I'm like, why? Like, yeah. I just, I've well, never been to Binghamton. Pizza started, uh, yeah. I have a good um, friend from that, that, that went to Colgate, actually. Maybe um, Colgate's in Hamilton, New York. I don't, I don't know. Anyway, you know what? We have these little computers in our pockets. I'll look it up yeah, off we air. Can figure yeah. that out. Yeah. I know, yeah. I know Cornell is like a little bit north and west of, of Binghamton. And then I believe that Colgate is like kind of, I think it's more north. So, okay. Um, 
about an hour south of Syracuse, an hour and 15 south of Syracuse. Okay, so when's the first time you went to Saratoga Racecourse? That's what everybody wants to know. Oh, yeah. So, first time Saratoga You can remember, I guess. Oh, man. After all, after after my college years and then my early and now and now later adult years. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. We're uh, in the like, mid. We're in the mid adult mid-adult years. Mid adult years. Please. Sure. So, um, trying to think. I was probably like 11 or 12 when we first started going. I didn't go much when I was in like, you know, early elementary school or anything like that. But, uh, you know, the, the cool thing about it is there's, like, kind of like a park atmosphere around. Your, da- your, your dad never took you to the track to just, you know, hey, because I got a lucky feeling today? Yeah, like, my dad didn't have, like, a bookie or anything like yeah, that. Like, that he was, like, <laughs> seeing, like, you know, behind the, behind the stands. Right like, there. he's with you and he's, like, biting his hat. No, yeah. he was, I mean, I yeah. mean, he would be chomping cigarettes no matter what, yeah, right? But, yeah. I mean, but, like, it was always, it was always, like, a family thing where we'd all go out. Like, a lot of times it was, a, it was sort of an extended family event, too, where, like, you know, my my uncle and my aunt and their and my mom's and my my mom's best friend who's my godmother would go would go with us and you know we'd wheel in a cooler full of beers and the things that the thing i remember the most from that place like actually food wise was the the nathan's cheese fries which are different than a lot of other cheese fries right so they're instead of just being like a like a you know a like standard crinkle cut they were like fatter crinkle cut nuggets with what? with cheese sauce yeah so really you know these Kind of nuggets are probably less than the size of a half dollar. Really buried the lead on that one. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, sorry. No, uh, it's fine. I'm <clears> saying that's what I'm here for. So those. So so anyway, those were delicious. Um, and so we would get those, bring sandwiches, all that kind of stuff, and then you know just pick horses based on the uh, by their on their names for the most part. That is literally most of this podcast yes. is me guessing horses by their names. Yes, and then I started getting more familiar with like the odds and I was like, okay, well maybe I shouldn't pick a horse that's 99 to 1 every race. That that is, <laughs> that, is so, that is not anything that's been learned by me on this yeah. podcast. So we are good with the original. But when it works out, it works out great, right? So, yeah. um I feel I felt like what I in my later years, when I came to betting on horse racing, what I what I learned was you don't have, just have to pick the winner. Maybe you could just pick a horse to like to place or show, and then if they got bad odds, at least you make something, right? Yep. So, so a lot of cases, that's a you know that's that's a thing you could use to your advantage or see a strategy. But uh, I so I had my bachelor party there. Oh, um, killer! It was dope, and there was actually like a ton of other bachelor parties going on there at the same yeah. time, and it's like a super inexpensive way to do it, right? Because it's like really cheap to get in. You bring some, you know, you bring, you bring a bunch of beers with your buddies, you bring food, and you just hang out there all day and drink, and then you get home. And I think I think that was actually before Uber happened. Yeah. So um, nice. So okay. yeah, so you know, a lot of a lot of extended family um, kind of get-togethers we we do out there, and it was really fun. You know, the there's. I remember my mom, um, my, my mom's best friend would go out, like my godmother, she would go out and um, she would get in line like super early in the morning, like five in the morning to get one of the tables there because there's all yeah. kinds of picnic tables all kind of scattered throughout the park. And it's nice because when it's summertime and it's hot, there's like all these trees everywhere, right? Because mm-hmm. it's like, you know, old Saratoga. It's like, it's very classic looking out there, right? So you, you, you would have shade and, you know, a lot of times they'd have, they'd have spots to go and place bets at that are kind of like in the park area. So you don't have to like draw or walk too far to go get to it. So, um, so some convenience there, but. So why is it shut down for the year? I, I think this is just the end of their season. Um, oh, I think it okay. ends. So we'll, yeah, they have a 40, that 40 year or 40 year. They have a 40 day like, race yeah. season. Oh, and, really? the, and then that was, it's closed. And now, uh, aqueduct is at. Belmont, which is confusing. Oh, that's well, New Jersey, right? Um, New York. It's in Elmont. Okay. 
Aqueduct. I couldn't tell you exactly where Aqueduct is, but um, it's in the metro area for sure. Okay, yeah. uh, Aqueduct uh, uh, has been under construction now. I guess this is the second. I guess it's been under construction for now two seasons. No, oh, okay. So, so they're running an aqueduct race. That's why it's called Belmont at the Big A. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah, kind of silly. Yeah. Um, so, what did you did you just basically play single races? Do you play uh, when you guys were betting? Do you play doubles? Uh, I usually threes? do like um, exactos or trifectas, okay. and then a lot of times, you know, win place show bets. So okay. if I didn't feel so, so if I saw a horse that I, you know. Um, I saw the odds, and I was like, you know, I don't want to have to bet, you know, that a 991 horse is going to win this, but it'd be kind of cool if I could make some money on this horse. Like, and it was a, you know, long shot odds, just place him to did place anybody, the show, and like, I'd, you know, make a couple of bucks. That's cool, too, you know. Did anyone in your family get a copy of the racing form and just sit over on a picnic table by themselves and just grind with a pen or a pencil on the... I mean, I, yeah. I would, I would do, do that. that. I would do okay. that. My, uh, my, okay, tell us, what you, tell us what you looked for. Wow. <sighs> I mean, mostly just names and odds. You okay. Know? A lot of times, if there was like scratches or something like that, paying a lot of attention to that kind of stuff. I know that there's a lot of times there's like the like the one A's and one B's or something. So mm-hmm. like if you pick one, you get both. Yep. So that usually is a way to kind of factor in, you know, the the odds in your favor. Okay. So, I, should, I should mention at this point in the program that Adam is an engineer. <laughs> <laughs> well, did you do you look at like the splits and like the did you look at the time you just or are you just looking at names? Uh, sometimes like, I would look at like the previous races and the, the workouts and the, or anything. And like, I would look at the previous races, the a lot of times the the breeder and the um, the the jockey. So I'm a big Jerry Bailey if he's still doing it. Slash Johnny Velasquez guy. Oh yeah, I know I'm Patrick, a Johnny V guy. I, yeah, I don't know. Like, I guess, I guess. So my dad actually owned a liquor store in um, close to the Saratoga area, and sometimes the the jockeys actually come in. He told me. Um, but uh, oh my god, did he card him so hard? I, I just just to, just to try. They look like they're just, twelve. Yeah, they, I I think he probably knew because they they're the size of a twelve year old, but right. they have like the face of, the, of like a, like a man. <laughs> yeah, you know? please tell me they were still in uniform. Uh, I I so suppose they were sucks. not. They, well, they when they drive up on a horse, he's like, I know who these guys are. <laughs> so, right next to the Stewarts, get right. some ice cream and some whiskey. Tie it to a post out front. Fireball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I. So as far as as far as that stuff goes, you know, it's the I, I know the the breeders are important, and then I would just look at the some of the previous races and just see how they did when it came to kind of similar races to what they're going to be in. Right. Cause they, sometimes they race, they change between turf and they, and, and like, you know, dirt or whatever. Right. And then the distances change as well. So, okay. Last question. This is an important one. What are your thoughts on, uh, grays on grays? Yeah. Gray, gray horses. Gray horses. Yeah. I'm, I'm a, I'm a brown black horse guy, man. When you see like a big tough brown or, or black horse come through, cause that's, that's another cool thing. So you like black. to look at the horses on the uh, post parade. You, you, you yeah. like to do that. That's yeah. what and then you'd yeah. yeah. We would that. sometimes okay. like go up there and watch them come through. I mean, they're like these beautiful giant animals. Right. And you would just, you know, there's a, there's the, I forget what, I don't know what the, what it's called where they walk them through to get to the, to get to the gates or whatever, but you could walk up to see them, mm-hmm. you know, and it's kind of a cool experience to see, especially when you're a little kid. Well, so. be glad that you weren't a little kid out at Saratoga very much this uh, summer because I don't know if you paid any attention or saw, but they had several accidents. They did have accidents with the horses this year. Wow, man! A lot more than normal. Yeah, and uh, I didn't. Like know, more, I hadn't been this year. I didn't know. And it more was, than more than Churchill Downs. It's not been a, it's not been that great of a year, but no, the Churchill Downs thing. Yeah, you're talking about when all those animals got sick. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking yeah. about. I mean, these were actually like horse breakdowns on the 
course. Was no. it a, well, was it a weather problem? Like, was it just that they got uh, a lot of rain? Because I know that, that that would be, I mean, you feel bad for the horses when oh. they're racing and stuff like that. You yeah, know? it's uh, so. a lot of movement off the turf. Um, so, I mean, that's probably, that probably factored into it. I just, I was, I happened to be watching one, and yeah. when you're watching it live and it happens, and like, uh, also I'm in the car um, and uh, screaming, ah, because yeah. I mean, that's just, that's, uh, it's not great. So, yeah, man. Um, anyway. We're going to stay. We're going to talk about some Naira races. Let's do that. We're going to talk about, uh, this looks like uh, the middle pick three. It's uh, all graded stakes. We're going to do a little Kansas City OTB here. Yeah. Exactly. We're going to give out a little bit of a, it's a grade two and then a grade one followed by a grade two. These are races five through seven on Saturday, September 30th, Belmont at the Big A. I'm going to get a refill, and then we're going to go over these races, kids. All right, Nick. Tell me what we're drinking here real fast. This is a Boulevardier. Uh, it was the creation of some writer that spent a bunch of time in Paris, and this is what he drank. So it's uh, basically just uh, two parts uh, whiskey. One part sweet vermouth and one part usually Campari. I use Capoletti because I just prefer Capoletti to Campari. Good choice. Uh, right. Um, it, I don't know. It it actually, I drank, I drank one of these uh, a couple nights ago. Yeah. One, please. And we all know. Mm-hmm. The listener knows. Right. But uh, this has got a little... I like this taste a little bit better. I'm telling you. Because yeah, like, I made mine with Campari. So Yeah. yeah. You don't have to prove anything by drinking Campari. You know what I mean? <laughs> you mean you don't want to? You don't want a Campari spritz? That's yeah. the thing. It's like Campari. I get like people really like it, but I'm like, I don't know. Sometimes it's just way too harsh. Exactly. Is it a digestif or an aperitif? Right. <laughs> How stuck up can we be? God, what was it? Uh, somebody said they like really got into Aperol spritzes, and I'm like, why? 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 Who? And did you? Okay. I said like seriously. Really got into them. I said, "I'm like I have never." Did this once. person have Crohn's disease? <laughs> Was there a reason? Like, is there a medicinal reason that? I mean, come on, really got into? You know what? I'm not going to be able to let this go for the rest of the night. I know. I know. This is terrible. I mean, this is terrible. You own more than four all white outfits if you're really into Aperol spritzes. Oh my gosh! But what color sweater are you draping around your shoulders? Well, obviously peach. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Do you need a refresher? It's, it's a requirement. Yes. Right. Let's. And let me. she stepped on the ball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I've got too many things going through my brain at the moment. I know. You know what? Let's go to Belmont at the Big A race number five on Saturday. This race is a Grade Two for fillies and mares, three-year-olds and up. It's the Gallant Bloom Stakes, Nick. Six and a half furlongs on the dirt. Got it. Fellas, here we go. Okay. Okay. Number one, Caramel Swirl. Okay. All right. I'm digging that. Who we got in the irons? Alvarado. Got it. All right. Any thoughts on that name? Caramel Swirl? I like ice cream. Yeah. Okay. Very good. Number two, Sterling Silver. Oh, dude, that is a strong horse name. God, that's a good horse name. Sterling Silver is... Sterling Silver sounds like a dude in an adult video. Is he have an OnlyFans account? 
They're getting rid of nudes on OnlyFans, by the way. They are again. Yeah. That that well, I that was Listen, like that's, the, that's actually going to help out the economy. It sounds I'm very sorry. deflationary. If the memes that I see are any indication, <laughs> then yes, apparently they're doing away with it. But I'm like, isn't that the only thing that people are on that for? I'm not, I don't understand. I don't know what that platform yeah. is, but I don't really understand. Let's talk just briefly about Sterling Silver. A little bit of a more of a deep dive. Uh, okay. Five, two, one, and one lifetime. Of course, stir it with a name like Sterling Silver. This is a gray. That's a gray. It's yeah. a gray. Yeah. It's a gray. So, I mean, so what's of? your thing then? Who yeah. are we out of? Cupid. Oh, okay. The dam is sheet humor. I don't really like that name, but whatever. Speaking of the economy, horse number three is undervalued asset. Okay, oh. I, look, I like it, but no. Oh, he's going to like it a hell of a lot more once I tell him who the jockey and trainer are. Is it? Is, oh, the, is the trainer Fletcher? Is it, no. Is it Irad no. and Bafford? It's Chad Brown. Okay. And Irad Ortiz. Thank you. All right. All right. All right. You know, he's going to... Uh, Somebody's undervalued gonna, asset. Yeah, undervalued asset. That's one I could see winning for no reason. The morning line favorite. Uh, horse is 3-1-2... Three, one, and two lifetime out of Spitestown. Spitestown. What, what are the odds on this horse? Morning line is uh, morning line is not out yet, but uh, what is this kind of my predicted uh, Equinage predictive morning line is uh, nine to five, and actually that morning that line is what they predict that the the line at the post time. Jeez, okay. I. Could, Boy, I had a, like a brain fart right there. I still don't understand what morning lines mean. I think it just means that what, what the that's what they think the be. uh, betting is when going to be. Open no, I know, but like I still don't understand what nine to five means. Like that doesn't make any sense to me. Well, two to you know what two to one means. I do. Well, it's nine to five. It means you're going to win it's nine dollars every five dollars. Yeah. So it's not even two to one. Okay. You you should go see the European stuff. They've got like we'll do nine to two, seven to two, but once it you know. Europeans have like eleven to three. I mean, like they These have are all not round numbers, and I'm nine nine to five. right. No, it's yeah. not yeah. at all. It's this not at all. This is absolute chaos. Nine to five is one of those numbers, and I would imagine a race like this, where like if you're if you want to do like a this is a horse that you couple with. Like we were talking about earlier. This is a horse that you couple with another bad odds horse in some sort of box situation. Although, and then if it comes in, right? Because that's a, it's, that, this guy is he a, is he the favorite? Yeah, yeah, and the reason I'm going to bet on this horse now. Oh, not, actually, Caramel Swirl is eight to five. Not because of Irad. Not yeah. because of Irad, but I'm going to bet because it's nine to five. What a way! To, uh, what a way to make a living. Okay, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, I knew that. Yeah. I saw that coming. All right, uh-huh. number four horse. That's an educated. That's a very educated. That's all I'm saying. Assertion there. Yeah. yeah. I don't even know. I'm, you know, this is one of those I'm going to spell and then I'm going to try to say Parton's tits. That'd be like that would be like the next horse. Go ahead. B e g u i n e beguine. Wait, b e g u i n e beguine. Beguine. All right. That, you know what? No, beguine. Okay, beguine sounds like something is, that like they would yell at. Like they would. Uh, this horse like, is not a gunrunner. That they would like do a gesture and call somebody on the Sopranos. Look at his fucking Beguine over here. It's like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's exactly what I think my dad's called me that a couple of times. I'm pretty right? sure he has. Well, it's like in front of we me. We probably need yeah. to look it yeah. up. This horse is... Uh, I think he called like a kid that. Two for three he, lifetime. When he was a crossing guard. <laughs> Again, out of gun runner, Dylan Davis on the irons. Uh, five. Remain anonymous. 
Okay. Ma- Manny Franco. This horse is... No. No, this horse is Trash not. horse. Yeah, we're not. This okay. horse is... And I'm looking at these stats that I've probably been giving over the last six months. So uh, this horse has raced 25 times. Yeah, last six months, just once. When was its last race? Uh, This is the second off of a layoff. Oh, so we can just call this one Glue and Alpo. Right, yeah, Glue Stick. Uh Uh-huh. And the sixth horse, Headland. Headland. I mean, okay, like you're inviting. First time for trainer George Weaver. Yep, you're just inviting shit with Headland. Yep. Um, this will be Headland's Headland, 41st actually, race. No, I was going to say Sterling Silver actually starred in a movie called Headland. Oh, God. Yeah. Are you serious? That, you know I'm what? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it so, was, was directed to video. Yeah. I guess. I owned it in college I, on VHS. I guess we're talking about a 2-6 <laughs> um, exacto box that Sterling like really Silver had, over. They really had to do the tracking on that one. Can we call it, on this one, we call it Sterling Silver over Headland? Sterling Silver over Headland. Yeah. <laughs> That's the bet right mm-hmm. there. Is that what we're doing? We're doing. We're doing. Head, so, what are the odds on Headland? Sterling Silver and like, what about nine to one? Is kind of like uh, what we got here. I'm. Uh, I'm doing undervalued asset. This isn't I'm really a fun race. Undervalued asset. What is? The, what about the caramel horse? That's the. Uh, I mean, you got two favorites. Favorite. You got two. So we. I, I just. I don't want to skip past this because it was first. Right? This is true. Because the thing is, like, here you have the horse that's actually that is the favorite in this race. So how do you factor that in to your your decision making? I don't factor it in at all. He, he does. He, yeah, I'm looking at this. Um, like we're not talking about a DraftKings lineup here, where you're going to spend twenty thousand dollars on a quarterback. Like uh-huh. you know, he's part of he, hmm. he's part of the mix here. So I want to wait until I see the other. If we're doing a, if we're throwing out a pick three, I either want a single or have all of these horses because this this race is. I, I have single, I have, I, dude. I would. This is what I would do. I have I, Clyde Edwards Hilaire actually as part of my trifecta. In this. What, yeah, a little slow though. What, what if? That is true. What if? Uh, what if we did on this one? Like, what if we did Sterling Silver to to place? Does that sound good? That's what I would go with. Okay, and there we go. go Sterling time. Silver to place. place. Yeah. And sprinkle a little bit sterling silver and headland exacta. Well, right. Yeah, exacta absolutely. Box. You have to. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to the next race here. This is, oh, Jesus, a 12 furlong marathon on the turf. Okay. I don't know how to go about this. I'm The Joe Hirsch Turf Classic Stakes. It is a grade one. Hey, what do you, uh, what do you think the odds are on Joe Hirsch having a, uh, like a oil painting Hanging on a wood wall somewhere. I bet you that Joe Hirsch's wife like irons his like white underwear. Or that is shit. absolutely true. Yes. What? Well, no, I'm sorry. Joe Hirsch's wife doesn't iron. That's what the help's for. Right. Yeah. And you know what? <laughs> on top of that, I'm pretty sure that uh, his cufflinks are made of sterling silver. The, oh, bringing it full swing. There All we right. go. There's hey. There's a little bit of a. Uh, there's he a little bit of a, to field a racket here. club. <laughs> <laughs> he also has six white outfits. Uh, yeah. Uh, let's look here. Oh, my. Yes. His wife is into Aperol spritzes. Oh, jeez. 100%. Xanax. <laughs> Aperol spritz on the rocks and make the rocks Xanax. <laughs> Love on the rocks. Ain't no surprise. <laughs> That's right. All right. Here we go. We could maybe just talk about one horse here, and then we can move on to the next race. I mean, we're going to talk about all nine, but Grand Sonata. The one horse. I drive, wow. a, I drive a Sonata. That is true. You, you used to drive a Sonata. I did. 
Todd Pletcher, Johnny V. That's it. Do, I mean, do we? I mean, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Fletcher and Johnny V on Grand Sonata. What's the line on this one? Well, Not that I don't even know what I'm going to. Twelve to one. We'll, we'll take twelve to one odds all day if we that's, can get. That's twelve to one. All right. That's again with the morning line's not out, but this is what I mean. If you want to do twelve, I mean, we get double digits with Pletcher and Johnny V. I'm, I'm, Grant, I'm, I'm putting Sonata a couple bucks on start. it anytime. Yeah, this is oh man. That's uh, the one thing how I was. How on earth is that twelve to one? Well, like, again, this is just what this is. Uh, is the, that's the only one that hasn't run a that hasn't. He's only run, a run before. That is correct. He has not run a race. And I'm going to make sure because I always hate this. He and she. It is he's. Uh, has not run a race at 12 furlongs. They. It. Okay. Uh, and really, there's some that are really just bred for this distance. So that we'll kind of get to. But um, I like it. Come I, mean, in I like, middle, I middle like the- Fletcher, but I mean, if you're... If- if, if you know you got horses that are bred for this, that worth having a discussion about. Like, Mother was a mutter. <laughs> there you go. Well, we got Christoph Clement with the uh, two horse Soldier Rising, a five year old gelding out of Frankel. Okay, Soldier Rising. That's a good horse name. That's a good horse name. I'll give you that. Jose Ortiz. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll tell you, dude. Either Ortiz. Maybe Jose, the, I like him on turf. Two of the winningest uh, jockeys all time. This is a turf race? This is a 12 furlong turf race, okay. yes. Uh, now, this is interesting. Um, the three Stone Age. Stone Age? Went from Aiden O'Brien to Chad Brown here. Okay. Irad. In. Irad on Stone Age. And the last, uh, this is Irad, looks like, uh, is it his first time riding Stone Age? Yes. Ooh. Okay, by the way, like, is there like a jockey minor league? I've never asked this question before. I've yeah, it's called Remington lot. Park. <laughs> but for real, like, uh, it's the exact same jockeys all the time. I, I don't know. Absolutely. Yeah, right. I mean, uh, is there the a smaller tracks? League? It's the is there a D league? Well, they have the jockeys that run the horses in the morning. Right. Because Irad's not out there doing workouts with those horses. Right. Um, the apprentice jockeys. That's squire jockeys. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Wouldn't that have been a great movie with Paul Bettany and he? Okay, Ledger? that's the deal. It's called the Jockey Squire with two yes, guys that are six absolutely. And a half feet tall. Yes, it stars <laughs> Vern Troyer. Uh, God rest his soul, and uh, Danny DeVito. A sub above. The, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> they should have had a DeVito jock movie. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> we can't do this. Oh. Yeah, Tom Cruise. Actually, Tom Cruise was made for the Jockey Squire. T- Tom Cruise. He's five feet tall. Honestly, pro- even him, like, the, these guys are smaller than him. These guys. They really are. Hard to way. believe when you see him, it's like, whoa. Have you actually, have you seen a jockey before? Oh my God, wait a second. It's a buddy, okay, it's a buddy comedy called The Jockey Square. Kevin Hart, Tom Cruise, team up, right? Uh, they've like, got... You're like, Joe Pesci is there. Joe Pesci you. is their, is their, like, He's the coach. old, yeah. wizened the jockey. That's giving, right, that's given, like, he's giving them advice. They have to have a horse race against the devil. Yeah. On Halloween. On Halloween. 
A horse race against the devil. Uncle Horse. I've got a race to win. The four horse at Hamo. <laughs> Another Chad. How many Chad Browns? How many Chads are in this race? Anybody? One, two. Oh, good. There's only two. Ooh, there's a Linda Rice coming up, though. Was this the one? Didn't Hamo? You've heard of Hamo before. I know. Yes. Didn't Pletcher have like a race where it was all? No, that was Baffert that had all of his horses in one race. Is there? Am I? Am I wrong about this? Didn't so in Saratoga? There's so there's like a big personality that that Sarge you're probably familiar with, Mary Mary Lou Whitney. Does she actually? Does she train horses? No, I'm not familiar with that. Mary name. Lou Whitney. Mary Lou Henner? Mary Mary Lou Whitney. There's actually so there's a so there's two big races in Saratoga for like the year. The The first one is the Whitney, which is named after Mary Lou Whitney, and the second one is the Travers. The Travers died in 2019. Yep. Yeah, but I think that she, I think that she was like an owner. She was at least I would think an owner. She was a prominent owner and breeder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh. I just wonder if they still if she still runs it or not, or not her being deceased, but if like her family still runs it. I wonder if they do. Well, that's I did not know that that's who that race horse, was named after. Yeah, you know, so you're familiar with the Whitney race? Yeah, oh, it's, yeah. Early, it's earlier in the season, and then the okay. Travers ends it. Right. So we did the Whitney on a pod, an we did, the podcast. But, but here's the deal. This just basically speaks to the fact that, like, at some point, there's going to be a, a Saffy Joseph classic. <laughs> Saffy. Yeah, four and a half furlongs. Yeah, exactly. There's going to be the Baffert. <laughs> there is not going. I'm telling you right now, there's not going to be a Baffert race. There will be a Baffert race. Yeah, the Bob. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're running that at Santa Anita this weekend. They'll put a pair. Of, they'll put. A, they'll, uh, they'll. The logo for it will just be like uh, purple sunglasses. Well, I was about to say that's. Uh, I got the great outfit going Bob, on. That's true. Bob Baffert right there. Uh, I had. I actually had a, a Rick James purple rain shirt that that I tried to wear today, but I couldn't find it. So you got the gangster Ooh. shirt. Okay. Fantastic. And and you've got the pur- the light purple sweatshorts. A Rick. Yeah, I did the day. A Rick James purple rain. He could afford a couch. No, sorry, not Rick James Prince. I'm Prince. Just, no, yeah. it's perfectly fine. They were both. Fantastic characters. Yeah, it's a Chappelle show. I'm getting I'm getting confused. confused. Yeah. I'm no. tired. <laughs> I hear you. We all <laughs> Do we just go over at Hamo? So now we're on Rebels Romance. Now the Rebels Romance, a Charles Appleby horse. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is Bob Buick in the iron? Uh it is gonna be Bob Buick. William Bill Buick. Bill yes. Buick. Yes. Hey, sorry. it's all right. We've been off for a month. It's no big deal. It's true. Yeah, Rebels Romance, uh, prohibitive favorite. Um, Appleby really, really loves Godolphin horse. I mean, you know, here's you go. The six we've heard this horse before, Nick. Warlike goddess. Yep. Yeah. Which you just really missed on Xena Warrior Princess there. Yeah. <laughs> How about number seven? So high. Okay. Owned by Method Man. Yeah, please. Um, I hope so. No, There's no way that's true. That's, I really it's hope not, it is. It's not. Damn it. Do you want to know who the name of the trainer is? I, this is one's a new one to me. Naipaul Chatterpaul. Naipaul Chatterpaul. L- I mean, look at that. Yeah. It's N-A-I, Paul, and then last name is Chatter, Paul. That's like an Indian owner. Yeah. That guy's in... But He's like, also the I, owner of the horse. Oh, my goodness. Guess no. what the dam's what? name is? Fugitive Angel. Why wow. didn't kill my wife? <laughs> Dude, by the way, okay. Oh, I kept meaning to bring this up. Did you know uh, for 
for my sister's for for my sister's birthday, I actually went onto a oh website God. called DevlinMcGregor.com and bought her a Provasic yeah. mug. Yeah, that's so good. Um, I'm you switch the samples just so Devil McGregor could give you a Provasic. I'm sorry, Nick. Yeah. You know my birthday's coming up. You didn't order two. You probably could have okay. shaved on shipping. And here's the deal: shaved on shipping. I'm not a hundred. Yeah. I'm not a hundred percent that like. I bought something that's real because like I just tried to go on that website today and it is not there. <laughs> it, was, it was there before. I've, it was, I've been it was on that worth website. a shot. Yeah. Yes. I said it was absolutely worth that shot. I can still get a provasic. My friend Richard is not feeling well. Yes. Clearly. Imagine again, being the sales rep for provasic at that conference. <laughs> You get your trifold up, you got a booth outside and you're like, I'm just going to go ahead and start gathering all this stuff up. Yeah. Like, like, what am I supposed to be doing here? Oh my goodness. You got clients in town. Why? Right? Have, this is our 32nd episode. That's our first reference to the fugitive. Well, when we're still sober, I'm not a hundred percent. No, I'm telling you that. what, really? I've listened to at least a third of these episodes and we I'm, have we never have... referenced Provasic on this Yep. Oh, okay. No. I wonder well, if you. I wonder. I mean, the movie's a little bit older now, right? But I wonder if, like, we went into some like medical conference. Imagine for a moment that you went to a conference. Yes. Like a medical conference, and you had and you set up a Provasic booth. <gasps> okay. I'm going to do that do you, for you know, casting shows understand? next year. So uh, well, I have actually stayed at the Palmer House uh, several times in Chicago, which is where they filmed that, and I have thought every single time that I should. Like get a order, booth, dude. Get a Provasic booth and set it up and just start talking to people about Provasic. And like and like get all the labeling and stuff like that. You probably would have to talk to whever 100%. the producer was. But I got like golf tees. I've got stress balls uh, yeah. to give out. Yeah, and like somehow develop like real like documentation. But like Yo. at the but the fine print is all bullshit. It's where it's be like amazing. it's like it's like clearly this is like a bullshit product. Weird, you know. It would be like uh So that nobody calls you. Imagine if you got called, you're like, hey listen, I'm interested in your product. Like, I, it's like this is from a movie. Do you understand like how many people would be <laughs> dumb enough to actually fall for that? I I think it would be worth the investment. Yeah. I think it would too. I I would actually I'd be able to sell all those doctors' information to you know luxury magazines. Yes. <laughs> oh my god! I would totally do it. I would set up a I'd set up a false landing page, and I would have like uh, yeah. yeah I would have a double uh, uh, sign on for it. So yeah, that I they I had all their information. This is actually a much better idea than anything. I'm going to Chicago in a couple of weeks. I might do that. Yeah, you should talk to Jim and Brad about it. Yeah, like, I'm just saying. I, you know, I I second that. I second the motion. Yeah, <laughs> it's not even the worst idea I've had this hour. Oh, absolutely not. Yeah, uh, we got two horses left to talk about. Okay. Just to touch on here for a second. Long shots for sure. Number eight, pioneering spirit. I, you know, that is the Linda Rice horse. That is the tryhard of all of these. Right, uh, out of American Pharaoh though. Really, yeah, American okay. Pharaoh's got a little bit, a little bit of grass pedigree. Yeah. Uh, not, uh, not everybody knows that. Nick. All right, what's the okay? Pioneering spirit and astronaut. Okay, done. I'm going with astronaut. Now I don't even care. That's a great horse name, and I'm down for it. Kendrick Carmooch. Oh, guess what? Astronaut. You could just tell me that Tom Sizemore is in the Irons, and I'd be like, yeah. Down. I like the alliteration yeah. on the name too. By the yes. way, so check this out. Astronaut. Has not raced since 
March. First off of the long layoff. Hey, you know what? Here's the deal. And here's the deal. That horse has today's Lou Brown. I got a feeling he's <laughs> <Okay>. due. <laughs> Award. Very good. Very good. Okay. We got one horse race left in this little pick three. So let's take a quick break. I think we need to hear a word from one of our sponsors. I get a refill and then we'll do the last race. This show is not sponsored by Starbucks Single Origin Colombian Coffee. You know, the story of Single Origin Colombia is that they've always loved coffee from Colombia. We don't know who they are. And they've always... No, I'm sorry. This is ridiculous. Uh, you thought I was going to read this? I was not expecting you to read anything. Here's what we're going to very read. progressive right there. I was yes. proud of you. All right. Hold on a second. This show, this episode is not brought to you by Single Origin Colombian Coffee from Starbucks. The Starbucks roast. Each coffee requires a slightly different roast to reach its peak of aroma, acidity, body, and flavor. We classify our coffees in three roast profiles. Starbucks Blonde Roast, Medium, and Dark. So finding your favorite is easy. Not a show sponsor. Let's get on with it. Race number three. In our pick three sequence here. If I can get the iPad back on. Oh, here we go. Here we go. All right. We are on race number seven. The Woodward Stakes. Oh. Are you familiar with the Woodwards? Uh, I think so. Was it Bob Woodward? Bob no. Woodward is the is sorry, Bob Woodward is the guy from All the President's Men. That right. is correct. correct. So. Yeah. You're correct. Hold on. No, Please this tell is... me this is actually named after Bob Woodward. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's, it's not. Is no, it a Bernstein classic? The Washington now, this, Post. Uh, I've this. got a... All the President's Men would actually be a great name for a horse. It would be, dude. Wouldn't it? Yeah, Nixon would also be an amazing name for a horse. I'm sure there's been variations of Nixon. Absolutely, Watergate, Nixon, Water, whole, dude. Watergate sounds like a great. That's a that's a great it? horse name. Yes, Watergate. Watergate won the Belmont at some point. But, uh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go read another Starbucks deal. Um, this race is to honor the memory of Bel Air Studs William Woodward Sr., a dedicated horseman who was chairman of the Jockey Club between 1930 and 1950. Now, I'm looking at, I know that there's a story behind this. I'm not going to dive into it, but you need to look it up, and I, or I need to look it up, basically, just so I can know. I either listened to a podcast or read a book about this guy, and maybe his son, because I'm, there's something with that guy's son. But anyway, let's get, I'm trying not to get off. Too far off. This is a nine furlong race on the turf. I'm sorry, the grass. Okay. I'm sorry, the dirt. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Let's clarify for the listener here. All right. No, yeah. it's on the dirt. It's on the dirt. Nine furlongs, 2.11 p.m. Central Standard Time. It's a grade two. By the way, I love that you referenced the listener. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. He yeah. catches up quick. Dude, first time, first time, long time. All right. Here we go. The one horse. Charge it. Todd Pletcher, Johnny no, V. No, I know this horse. Absolutely, yeah. you know yeah. this horse. Yeah. Number two, law professor. <sighs> Rob Atras trained. Coming in strong. Number three, Algiers. Okay, yep, that's mine Pe- right getting now. Getting some interest here. Yeah. Yes. Oh, guess who's in the uh, in the irons? Please tell me it's Irad. No, it's Bill Buick. Oh, it's Bill Buick. And is then, this, a, this hey, is an Appleby horse? 
No, it's not. It is trained by Simon Crisford. Okay, that is literally he and Appleby went to finishing school together. <laughs> Primary school. Yeah, exactly. They went to Pratt. Hey, guess what horse is in this race that was mentioned earlier when we were talking about something else? Off air. Rich Strike. Zandon. Oh, Zandon. Zandon, the four horse. Okay. Number five, Pipeline. Pipeline? Yeah, Chad Brown horse. Mm. Carmooch. See, uh, Zandon also a Chad Brown with uh, Flavian Pratt in the irons. Flavian Pratt. Flavian Pratt uh, actually had an album called Pipeline. I got to imagine the hair game on Flavian Pratt is pretty strong, yes? Huge. Yeah. Yeah, The whole deal with Pipeline goes back to uh, Sterling Silver and the VHS tape. Oh, yes. Uh, Oh, mm, Headland. Yes. Okay, here we go. Number six, Costa Terra. Costa Terra is a good name. Linda Rice. I mean, it's going all Algiers for me, but Costa Terra is pretty good. Linda Rice has got this horse... Primed. Yeah, there we go. Un Ojo. Un Ojo. You know this? You've heard about this horse? I don't think so, no. Okay, but Un Ojo. One eye. One eye, yeah. That's what the horse has, one eye. Oh. Okay. Seriously? Oh. Like, for, one, is, that, is that actually like a true story here? One yes, it absolutely is, because it ran... It ran it, it's got uh, wait, two victories. You mean, you you mean tight circles? Please tell me. Okay, like, wait. It has one it eye. It won the Rebel in 22, and it was a big deal. Does it have one eye that works, or does this horse just have one Cyclops eye? No, it's one eye that works. If it was oh, a Cyclops okay. eye, it, this would be full Monty. I know. I, like, We're I talking am, second mortgage on the house. Exactly. I'm literally down with that. Number eight, the gray, Tyson. Oh, <laughs> crap. Okay. Okay. Now I'm gonna. Go, I gotta tell you. I'm gonna set this one up before I tell you the name. Wait, horse racing? No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's gonna fade off into Bolivia. Yeah. Uh, number nine. Is Not it Robin gonna, Givens? No. No. Safi Joseph. Okay. Irad Ortiz. Okay. What is? The name is O'Connor. Which is a very human name, kind of I mean, like Bob O'Connor. Yeah. Wait, the, who? what was the name? There was a horse name that was like my absolute ideal. It was a first and last name. There was well, like, I have to go back through the archives know, for that. Right. But, O'Connor, but O'Connor is strong. That is actually a strong horse name. Wait until I tell you what the sire's name is. Okay. Bobo Man. Okay. All right. Now, you had me up is until that, is that. that. A, is that a... A full first name, or is that two different? Is that no, it's all one word. Bobo, Bobo man, B O B O M A N. Is he like a? Is, is he like a Pacific Islander or something like that? Or like Caribbean Islander? Bobo man, yes, Bobo <clears throat> man is actually uh, the uh, that somebody Bobo. who he actually haunts. Uh, he haunts nightmares in Haiti. Either that, or he's played like on repeat at high school dances. That is actually true. <laughs> Bobo man uh, was owned ten percent by Tom Selleck. Yes. Oh, yeah. 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 Got it. Yeah, that's, that's it. We got to lock it in, dude. He's, <laughs> he's owned by Selleck? <laughs> Partial. <laughs> it, it, by the way, that's a perfect segue into number 10, Film Star. Oh. <laughs> okay, Film Star, Headland, and Sterling, uh, Sterling Silver. Linda Rice has not one, not two, 
but three horses running in this race. Linda Rice. We're wow. bringing it. She is. Ortiz, uh, Lescano, and ooh, Trevor McCarthy on the long shot here. Unoho. Trevor McCarthy sounds like the name of the owner of a horse. Well. Right. I don't know. Who's your pick on this one, Nick? I'm going to go Algiers. Uh, I'll say O'Connor is a close second on, on this one for what me. What are the odds on Algiers? Six to one. Six to one Algiers? I'll take what those are, odds. Who, who's, um, who's ahead of him? <clears throat> who's what? Who's ahead of him as far as odds are concerned? Who has the better odds? Yeah, he's third choice here. Okay. Zandon and Charge It. Wow, Algiers is third choice on this yeah. deal. Wow. Hey, I know how to pick him. I don't know. I, you know what? I'm going to go. My pick is going to be Film Star. Really? Coming off Lasix. Yeah. Ooh, here's a. Eh, no, I don't like that. Hold on. Wait, that no, horse I do was like, coming off Lasix and the one eyed one isn't? Can you can you read the uh, the line for Charge It? What do you want to hear? So, jockey, trainer, odds. And Johnny V. Races. Oh, Johnny V. Todd Pletcher. Oh. How to tap it. Oh. Lifetime record 11, 11, 4, 3. That's mine. Yeah. That's and then, uh, mm. let's see, back in July at Belmont. If I actually picked horses on whether or not they were going to win, that'd probably be mine. That's, yeah. I would, I would do an exacta box with that. And what was the, in Algiers? You know, charge it to gray, right? Okay. Yeah. You know, I'm just, you know, don't be shitting on these it's, grays. I, did, I'm, I wasn't shitting on grays. I just said I was going to exact a box it. No, you talked about how much you liked brown horses. <clears throat> I liked, I, yeah. Big I brown. Like yeah. Full body. Big brown over here. Full body mm, color. Big brown. Mm. Mustard. I want a zebra. I want somebody to ride a zebra. <laughs> also for Remington Park. Oh, my God. That would be great. Remington Park had, oh man, did they have, who, who had like the giraffe, not the giraffe, that's ridiculous, ostrich? Like they had one of these races, you know, it was just a, the straightaway, the stretch mm-hmm. of these different animals. Oh, really? Yeah. I, that seems like a Remington Park. I want a Park zebra game. and I. Not as, yeah. Yeah. I can't I want it to be giraffe. named Tommy Lee and, yeah. Flavian Pratt, obviously. We're going to do one bonus race for the listener. Okay. I'm thinking. So, just just to be clear, the last race, if I was doing this, yes. if, I, if I was if I was gonna walk up to the to the stand, if I was gonna walk up to the the booth, I would say exact a box, Algiers, and charge it. That, All right. That'd be it. So it's a one three exact a box in a brown suit and a pork pie hat. Yeah, or yeah. or sandals and a backwards hat and a, that is true. <laughs> and a natty light <laughs> with a with a barbershop quartet right behind you. Correct. All right, we are going. This is Santa Anita's opening weekend, so we're going to do one race from Santa Anita on Saturday. They've got a Grade One for three-year-olds and up. Um, of course, it's nine furlongs on the dirt. See how you got it right that time? Yeah, you did. There's of course, pavement. it's the awesome again stakes. What? Okay, and we're that's, we're like, in, that's like the Papa John's dot com bowl. Exactly, that is absolutely the tax And you know, and you know who yeah. the, we don't even have to go any further. We <laughs> the can Dollar go General further. Economic Inequality Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's not called Dollar General anymore. It's DG. D, okay, yeah, the new ones are DG. 
Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It does not stand for By the way, Dolce can, and Gabbana. Can I tell you, do you know what Dollar Tree is called in uh, England? Mm-mm. It's called Poundland. Can I, right? Can I just tell you the funniest do they have a mascot? I'm sorry, but there is a theme going on with this <clears throat> this episode, and it's Sterling right. Silver, right. Headland, Poundland, guys. Poundland. Like, some, stop it. Like, look, like Poundtown sounds a little too dirty. I would just like somebody to take me to something like, I don't know, Poundland? Poundland and see. Yeah. You know, like friendly family <sighs> characters. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. How many uh, Baffert horses do you think are going to be in How this race? How many times race? do you think uh, Mike took Carol Brady to pound land? Do you know what I mean? Like, it wasn't it was anything, like, really intense. It was just kind of like, you know, hey, we're here. It was just a suggestion. Uh-huh. I thought this was a family-friendly episode show. Uh, has there been one? In 32? In, in, in 30, 31? In 32. I thought that there was. Oh, at in least. thirty, yeah, in thirty-one previous episodes, there's never been one that's family friendly. I mean, uh, NC seventeen—that's what you're saying. We're yeah. going, we're going NC seventeen. NC seventeen. I got to click the box. I got to click the box, huh? Yeah. NC seventeen as a horse name. I I would absolutely bet on that horse. That is a pretty good one. Let's get back to the awesome again. Okay. The number awesome one, Senior Buscador. Okay, out of the gate, strong. I am. Oh, this is this is uh, the other. This is the listener's horse. Okay. I immediately want to smoke a Cohiba cigar. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yes. The, that is. This is exactly the taxlayer.com bowl yeah. because we are. Yeah, we are uh, at uh, Hingle McCringleberry of horse names <laughs> right now. We actually have a couple other good names now. Here's the first of a couple Bafferts. Um, the two horse. Defunded. Okay. No, 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 no. Is that no. a ba- that's a Baffert? That is a Baffert horse, um, but it's clearly got just the regular oats in the oat bag because it's finished sixth and fourth. It's last two out. Yeah. I feel like defunded I mean, is a good name for a horse or Baffert. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's kind of, yeah, it's on point. Number three, slow down, Andy. Okay, that's a try too hard name. Yeah, this is. Thirteen, four, four, and three lifetime. Uh, trainers Doug O'Neill, the CEO, named that horse. True. Yeah. From uh, no offense to the CEOs in this room. <laughs> four Skinner. 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 Okay, you're not allowed to say it that way. You have to say Skinner. Skinner. Yeah. Uh, Money Mike Smith in the Irons. No. Oh. Bye bye Bobby. Nope. Absolutely not. But what if I told you that? Oh, no, no. What, what are the last races in the last two? Um, last two finished second and third, but before prior to that, won two in a row. So in last six months, four, two, one, one. So finishing the money, last four, last six months the, for this horse. Yeah. What about the previous one? The previous. The previous horse. What was? What was it? What was uh, it? Skinner. 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 Out of that. Five that fi- finished fifth. Uh, at the beginning of the month, then in July, finished second, and then prior to that, what is this, the fourth month of the year? Is that April? Yeah. Sure. Finished third. Okay. Last six months, um, a second and a third in three races. Why, yeah, is, why has there not been a horse named Mo's Tavern? 
<laughs> I'm sure you find one there that there is. There probably is. Yeah. Again, if I could, you know, if I had all the right uh, tabs open on my computers, yeah, I, could, I could just look this. If this was a real operation, Nick, flaming mail. That's yeah. absolutely if the we, worst that if, I would. You know, on. if we had a producer. Yeah. You know, because you always hear this. Hey, I'm your host. This is the co-host, and everything is produced by you know, right, Tori Melatio. Yes. <clears throat> so what do we just do? Bye, bye, Bobby. Now we got mm-hmm. Celestial Moon. Oh. Okay. Okay. Written by uh, Jockey Antonio Frisu. Wow. Who I've never heard of. Sounds Antonio Frisu. Yeah. F R E S U. Hey, he's an up and comer. Okay, right. now here's a horse we all know and love to hate. Finished fifth in the Travers, sixth in the Belmont, but did win the Preakness. Number I'm one going in your to steal the Declaration of Independence. Independence. National treasure. National treasure. I'm National <laughs> treasure. National treasure screwed me a couple of times, so yeah. National Treasure won the Preakness, mm-hmm. uh, nine and a half furlongs. This is back to nine furlongs. I mean, yes, because Preakness was where I got the number two horse. Correct. Yeah. So he went. He tried to go twelve furlongs in the Belmont, faded hard, faded real hard on the stretch, and then ten furlongs at Saratoga, in the Travers, and never a factor. Uh, finished fifth, ten mm. weeks back. Not uh, one of my favorite horses, obviously. So, National Treasure, I'm, it's a toss for me. Keep going, yeah. Eight, Paroli. Paroli, that is. And not Peroni. I was going to say, well, I was thinking Pierogi, and that's very close, but. Is it with an I or two E's? P I R O L I. I thought it was going to be P E R O L E E. Oh, yeah. So maybe I'm even Paroli. saying it wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Paroli. Paroli. I would like that. That would be a good name. No, I'm this actually is go down with that. Baffert would be the owner. <laughs> Necessarily. Umberto right. Rispoli in the saddle. Wow. We haven't talked about him today. No. Well, of course yeah. we haven't, because this is the only race we're doing out here. Then we got the number nine. Um, I Stiletto boy. I'm not not. I'm not not in favor of that name. All right, take it from the top. All right, so you've got... Uh, what do the last races look like? Sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to Stiletto say, Boy? Yeah. What was the... Did not finish. No, okay. Great, okay. Sixth, third, first, third, second, sixth. Last six months has that one third in three races. Lifetime. Oh, man. He might be another Lou Brown award. You got a feeling? Maybe. The first, Stiletto boy. So let's go over the first two again because they seem like they were on a good track here. Senior Buscador. Senior Buscador. That's Won it the San Diego me. Handicap uh, in the end of July. And then out at Del Mar uh, at the beginning of the month, finished fourth in the Pacific Classic. Senior Buscador is the name of someone's chihuahua. Uh, why am I just drawing a blank? Uh, Reese Witherspoon. Oh yeah, that would be her. Yes, yeah. yes. Senior yes. Buscador is one here. Senior Buscador is a dog that uh, lives in a purse. Absolutely, a hundred percent. Absolutely, on a reality television show. Mm-hmm. At that, uh, this. Let's see. What Pacific, is the second horse? Sorry, this next horse <clears throat> was defunded. Oh, we're not doing defunded. No, that was a Baffert horse. How do they? How do they finish? The last last few races. Six four. 
All right, and what's then the next prior one? Prior to that, one, two. Okay. Slow down, Andy. Yeah. Two, six. I'm sorry, three, two, six. Last three races. Then we got Skinner. Five, two, three. Three. Nothing really impressive. Now we got Bye Bye Bobby. Two, three, one, one. I'm still not into the name. No, yes, you're not. Celestial Moon. Uh, first, last time out. And an allowance optional climber. What does that even mean? It's not a great race. Um, this is a little bit step up in class. Um, let's see. Finished first, then third, and then fourth. And then so one, two of the last four, and three of the last five. See, I'm doing this like baseball. Yeah, player. exactly. Who is this? This is Celestial Moon. With the... Uh, Eight games out of the wild card. Antonio Frizu in the irons. <laughs> you're, you're coming around. You're coming around to this one. I'm telling you what, this was Celestial Moon. We're not doing National Treasure Paroli. 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 No, finished seventh in the Pacific Classic out of ten. No, we can't do this. Yes, uh, the fav- it was the post time favorite in uh, an allowance optional claimer eighty k at Del Mar in at the end of July. Finished fourth. But here's the deal. If you're able to say the word origin is origin, I'm able to say paroli is paroli. Paroli? Mm-hmm. This is a, I mean, boy, this is, these horses are not fast. I'm tempted to go with the slow down Andy. Slow down Andy. I'm tempted to go with the, I'm tempted to go with the exacta box here on Celestial Moon and bye bye Bobby. Bye bye Bobby and Celestial five six exact a box. Wow. You know what? We're giving away tons of winners here today. What's the, still, what are the odds on those two horses? I'll still take Edward Tiller. It's. Do you really want to know? This oh, is great. I will say Pacheco five six right. So this is again. These are not morning line odds. These are these are the what my computer here has predictive fifty to one and twenty to one. So now we're. I'm definitely betting this fucking deal. They're fifty to one and twenty to one. Yes, is what they think yeah. that it's going to go off at. I feel, wow. like, I feel like I need to bet this race. Yeah, you're going to have to. Exact box. You guys can uh, uh, you guys can both open up Twin Spires accounts this weekend. Do you not think that he already has one? <laughs> I don't think I that don't he have, does. I truthfully don't have one yet, but I mean, dude, Adam not? bets on uh, plane arrivals. I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What about those ones in the southern hemisphere that you don't see for a while? Right. <laughs> oh my goodness. Ah, uh, all right, fellas. This has been good. I think we're going to end it right on that. Uh, we just gave out a fifty to one and twenty to one exact box. Yeah. Is there a- the na- listen? The names are good. Yes, strong. And like it, it seems as though the like last finishes aren't so bad. I'm not entirely sure like why they're fifty to one, but like got a feeling he's due. I think yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, there's just like, you know, under, and there's under analysis here at the odds. Right. I don't know. It's not the, it's not the preakness with the Belmont, right? Hey, so. you're picking them off paper. We were just talking about how Brian Cashman does that, and it's not working. I got to go to the Royals game on Sunday, but if the 5-6 exact box hits and the odds are even remotely close like we might have to do an emergency podcast, like eight minute podcast <laughs> yes, on Sunday morning. Like I'll be over here with donuts and coffee. Fantastic. <laughs> All right. Cheers, gentlemen.
This Dude, has by been the way, episode 32. Okay, a donuts and coffee cocktail actually doesn't sound bad. Yeah. So is that for like next time? Might be. If I put 10 bucks on this and it comes in, I just win 25 Gs. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> There's your New York trip right there. there. Yeah. Yeah, going off. I mean, it's uh, it's like I I can't even wrap my head around it. it it's we've already won. I'm yeah. already, I've already spent this. Money. You know what? I'm it's gonna, a certainty. I'm gonna go get. I'm gonna go uh, lease a new Honda Civic. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, to replace the current one. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean the yeah. other one's 17 years old. I mean, it's time. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I look at that and I just say. That's a guy who knows how to, uh, or knows the value of a dollar. <laughs> a 17-year-old Honda Civic. 17-year-old Honda Civic would also be a great name for a horse. I would absolutely bet on that horse. I, I don't have anything. That's a Linda Rice horse. There you go. Perfect.